You're listening to Music Tectonics. Welcome back to Music Tectonics, where we go beneath the surface of music and tech. I'm Shaley Ankenbrook, Music Tectonics' conference planner at Rock, Paper, Scissors, the PR firm that specializes in music innovation and music technology. I'm taking you back to NAM, the annual trade show for musical instruments, gear, software, pro audio, and event tech. While we were there, we heard a lot of buzz around audio design desks, so Eleanor Rust, our marketing director, stopped at their booth to ask founder and CEO Gabriel Cohen what makes it unique. Over to you, Eleanor. Nice to meet you. Great to meet you. Uh, this is Eleanor Rust back on the floor of NAM, the uh, colossal trade show for everything audio and music. I'm here with Gabriel Cohen. Is that how you pronounce Cowan, your name? Cowan, yeah. Gabriel, I'm here with Gabriel Cowan, um, the CEO of Audio Design Desk. Um, so could you tell me in a few words, just a few sentences, what Audio Design Desk is? Absolutely. Um, so I'm somebody that started in music. I got a couple of platinum albums, got signed right out of high school, and then became a filmmaker. And so I had a lot of knowledge about audio, and there I am as, as a filmmaker struggling with audio for visuals, mm-hmm. realizing that DAWs are all built on a technology that's 100 years old. They're big, beautiful digital representations of a tape machine. And so when it comes to creating audio for visuals, it's extraordinarily inefficient. And so we thought, well, wait a minute, what, how could we fix that problem? How could we make it so that sound is part of the creative flow for, for video editors? And this isn't just for video editors, it's for music composers, for anybody that does sound for visuals. I don't know about you, but as a musician myself, the only time I really made any money was when I made music for, for videos, music mm-hmm. for uh, television and movies and so forth. Uh, so we said, well, the first thing is we need to create a timeline that understands the relationships between sounds, ah. that understands what sounds are in it. It's weird to say, but Pro Tools, Logic, all the rest, they don't know what's in the timeline. It's just a thing of audio. Our system understands that's a drum beat, that's a bass line, that's a guitar part, that's a footstep, that's an ambience, etc. The second piece that we needed to solve is every sound has a place where it connects with the visual. And so once we created those two things, an understanding of sound and a connection point, you can take sounds, you can get your first draft, your skeleton, basically immediately, but then you can update the skeleton, put the flesh on the body, also immediately because those connection points all stay the same. So an example would be, you're doing something with generic footsteps, you know, and you're kind of performing the footsteps in real time. But then the producer comes in and they say, but wait, they're not wearing any shoes. You can click bare feet and instantly all of those footsteps will stay in sync and be replaced with bare feet. Oh, oh wow. And that goes for sound effects, sound design, yeah. music, and all the rest. So if we're thinking about uh, music creators, is this something that uh, replaces a DAW or lives on top of the DAW that they're already using? So we work with most DAWs at almost as a plug-in through, uh, you know, what uh, I'm trying to remember what the th- Steinberg's thing was called. Uh, Rewire was Steinberg's thing. Uh, we have our own system that's like that. So we work almost like a plug-in. One way that I use it uh, with Pro Tools is I'll record my guitar part into Pro Tools and then I like think I know what drum beat I want, but mm. I'm only going to make up what I'll imagine. Mm-hmm. What we can do with our system is you bring in a drum beat and you go, give me a different one, give me a different one, give me, a... and so it's this process of discovery. Uh, okay. And so suddenly you're like, oh, that Latin beat or that reggae beat's mm-hmm. really cool against my touchy-feely mm. you know, guitar part or whatever it was. <laughs> um, that discovery process for musicians and for video editors can be mm-hmm. really valuable. Mm-hmm and is what we're trying to uh, offer yeah. our clients. 
Is there are there musicians of a particular genre that are finding this uh, like resonating with this, or is I it think really especially just the... especially composers for film? Mm, okay. Because you can also create your own stuff and bring it into our system oh. and then reproduce your material. So a lot of times, what ha like Loki? I don't know if you watched yes, that show. I, I don't. That show. Me too. I loved it. <laughs> um, but it was a variation on that one yes. theme, on the yes. Loki theme. And so, should that composer have created that and a bunch of different percussive elements, a bunch of different bass lines? our system could create those variations instantly and offer the composer, here's variation number one, click a button, there's another variation, mm -hmm. click a button, there's another variation. So oh, it, can be, it can be kind of fun. Yeah, so it gives you lots of resources to do whatever you are gonna do anyway, but uh, it sounds like in a lot less time. A is lot that, less time, it's basically immediate. Yeah, wow, wow. Is this NAM um, a launch for uh, No, we feature? actually launched, the first ah, time okay. we showed was two years ago at okay. NAM. Uh, and we launched about also exactly about two years ago. We were just at CES. We oh, were lucky enough yeah. to win Best Software and an Innovation Award there. And then we were at NAB uh, mm -hmm. a month ago where we won Product of the Year and um, Best of Show. So wow, we'll, fantastic. we're not expecting that anything like that yeah. will happen here, but we're excited to be here. Yeah, fantastic. Um, are, are there any creators using um, ADD that are have really surprised you with what they've managed to accomplish? On, so there, there are a few, and we are used on all of these shows on Netflix and HBO Max and so forth. We're used on the new Transformers and things <laughs> like that. But where I get the most joy is from students mm. who never would have thought that they mm -hmm. could create sound design, that they could create atmosphere soundscapes, we kind of call them, yeah. right? All the sound for their visuals. And they click a couple of buttons, and you see their faces mm -hmm. light up. And they surprise you because they don't have any rules, right? right they don't know right. what the rules are. So they start bringing in transitions where you would think a rise would go or where you would think a drone would go. Right, you know. right. They haven't been through the process that makes everybody work the same. Yeah. And oh, you see how that connects with visuals. Uh -huh. And the, the truth is that audiences will tolerate bad video visuals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They will not tolerate bad sound. Oh, interesting. And so mm -hmm. seeing what happens with young filmmakers and students when their sound level goes up, the immersion goes up. Mm -hmm. And so that's been really fun to, wow, to witness. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the interface? I know our podcast listeners can't see what I'm seeing right now that's being demoed at your booth, um, where it seems like so much is being done just in the keyboard that you don't need, you know, you're using a tool that you're already really comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, so the idea is that we've put everything, you know, you say like 50,000 sounds at your fingertips or whatever. You can take any sound type and place it on any key on your QWERTY keyboard or your MIDI keyboard. So you can oh, instantly okay. and in real time be performing these sounds and you can either do it sequentially or randomly so that the sounds don't get repetitive. Um, the interface itself is similar to other DAWs that you've seen mm -hmm. and that frankly is a challenge for us because people see mm -hmm. it and they think it's going right. to be like Pro Tools and the you know Henry Ford used to say ask people what they want they tell you they want a faster horse <laughs> and we're like no it's not a horse it's a car right <laughs> you got to drive it like a car there's the pedal here's the steering oh, wheel fantastic um, so it's really striking to me that um, you've got users who are students all the way up through film composers working on big projects um, are there different tiers uh, of subscription, or is this all one, one So there's sort subscription of tiers, and there's also uh, perpetual licenses. Uh, okay. So we kind of give mm -hmm. you whatever it is that you want. It's also free for 30 days. And if you reach out to us, we might do better than that for oh, you. Yeah. And how should people reach? How should our podcast listeners reach out to you? If you just email us at info at add.app, add.app, 
uh, we will get back to you, you know, usually quite awesome. quickly. Fantastic. And so um, one thing I like to do on the Music Tectonics podcast is get super sci-fi. Where do you see um, the, the creation of audio for visuals going in the next five to ten years? whether that's the larger space or your company specifically. I think it's interesting that you're asking that standing right here. I know our audiences can't see it, but we're standing between Sony <laughs> and Dolby, who are mm -hmm. essentially showing the same product, which is all about 360 audio. Mm -hmm. And we had a really long, great meeting with Dolby today. That's another level of immersion. So mm -hmm. when you talk about making a video, you add sound, your level of immersion goes up. Mm -hmm. But now that they've got this ability to go all the way around your head and to know that the atmospheres are meant to be around you and behind you, I just had the experience where I was sitting at the Dolby booth and I, I felt like I was 12 years old listening to Led Zeppelin in headphones for the first time. Uh. It was incredible. And so I, that's a more immediate than the mm -hmm. next few years. It's yeah. happening right now. Yeah. But I do think it's quite exciting because mm -hmm. it just brings you all the way into it. Yeah, yeah. So what audio trends, it sounds like you're embracing the, the audio trend of immersive audio and spatial audio. Um, what are the other trends that you're excited about and are there some that you are uh, not embracing that you feel are just not here to stay? I think that, w for, first of all, there's a couple things. <laughs> um, what's happening with royalty-free mm. is very interesting mm -hmm. and can, I think, and will benefit individual musicians over time. Mm -hmm. Looking at things like Epidemic and Artlist and Soundstripe and all the rest. Right. Envato has a really interesting business model where they do a rev share based mm -hmm. on usage and they give you information based on, these are the things that people are looking for. Uh -huh. And then if you make those things and your things get used, you get paid. Uh -huh. oh. What our system's trying to do is we're the DAW for video editors. So mm -hmm. we work inside of Final Cut Pro and Premiere and Resolve and so forth. But we also work with Logic and Pro Tools and Standalone. What we're over time going to be building is a bridge between the people who make the audio and the people who pay for the audio, ah, which is the video makers. Right. And so what we're trying to do is democratize this space. Mm -hmm. So you were asking about trends. Mm -hmm. I think right now the trend, I mean, look, Epidemic raised $450 million, Artlist $60 million, they're making $40 or $50 million a month. There's obviously a lot of action happening in that space. And right now it's going to a few big companies. Mm -hmm. But I think what's going to happen is the money is going to be you know, going through those companies and to the makers. Mm. And that's what I'm excited about, about Web3. Yes, absolutely. And about, right, I wondered yeah, when that blockchain. was going to come up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that uh, you're Web3 ready? Or is that something that your company is going to be moving towards? Oh, that's absolutely what mm -hmm. we're building towards right Fantastic. now. Uh, and we'll see what blockchain's already something that's kind of available. Yeah. But as we look at Web3 and the development of that, I, you asked about the next four or five mm -hmm. years. That's where I see it going in the next four or five years, becoming much more, and NFTs, of course, mm -hmm. much more friendly for makers. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're rooting for internally yeah. and emotionally and personally. <laughs> so, yeah. Fantastic. Is there anything I've missed about Audio Design Desk? Anything that we haven't covered before we uh, say goodbye? I, I don't, I mean, it's a little hard to describe. You kind yeah. of got to see it to to right. understand exactly how much of a game changer it is. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely link to your website in the show notes um, so that our listeners can maybe sign up for that free trial. We'd love and it. And reach out to us. We're, we're here. Like. All we want to do is make the product better and easier right. and give professional audio to everyone. All right. Thank you so much for being a guest. I hope you have a fantastic NAMM show. You too. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening to this special episode of Music Tectonics, recorded at the 2022 NAM Show. There's more to come from NAM, so if you like what you hear, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We have new episodes every week. 
Did you know that you can dig deeper into all our episodes with the show notes at musictectonics.com? That's also where you'll find the latest about our annual conference and a sign up for our newsletter. Everything we do explores the seismic shifts that shake up music and technology, the way the Earth's tectonic plates cause quakes and make mountains. Connect with Music Tectonics on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Bye-bye. You're listening to Music Tectonics.